0: What's up, filthy animals? It's Ben here from Blockbuster Mentality with the 48th episode of the podcast. It is Friday, March 17th, 2017. With me today is a special guest all the way, 1,200 miles away, in fact, Mr. Matthew Secord.
1: Yo yo yo, good to
0: be here. Yes, great to have you. We got we got him on Skype today, so if sound quality is a little off, you know, bear with us. It's it's all in fun. We have a Star Wars heavy show today, so who better to have on than the Star Wars nerd himself, Matthew. Um, and yeah, usually I say what else we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Basically, we're going to even get into Star Wars Rebels TV show, which we t- typically don't get into TV stuff, but we are going to do that today. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some Star Wars. But I do want to go over the box office results real quick, as always, because, you know, I usually do that, don't I, Matthew?
1: You do every
0: week. Thank you. Thank you for confirming that. I appreciate it. All right, so... What was that?
1: I said anytime.
0: (laughs) All right, so this weekend we had Kong Skull Island was released. Do you have any interest in seeing that, Matthew?
1: I'm pretty much done with King Kong. I need to see it, but I'm sure I will eventually.
0: yeah. Yeah, I I, I can understand that. I'm definitely going to check it out. I heard from Vinny; he said it wasn't that great. Actually, he hated it. But I've I've been hearing good reviews, so I think I'm still going to check it out. But uh, so, yeah, coming in at number one was Kong: Skull Island with 61 million in its first week. Number two, it was Logan with 38.1 million. Number three, we had Get Out with 20.7 million. Number four, The Shack with 10 million and rounding out the top five was the lego batman movie with 7.6 million dollars and i don't even know what the shack is but uh yeah that's the box office results no surprises really kong taking number one logan number two um but uh you ready to talk some star wars
1: i am i would say uh That was a weak box office week when you don't even know what a movie is in the top five.
0: (laughs) This is true. That is a good point. So, but uh, but yeah, uh, we're going to get some some heavy hitters coming out soon. We got Beauty and the Beast next week, and it's it's going to start rolling. Guardians of the Galaxy in May. Seems like we just started all this, and and uh, and here we are again. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go over some Star Wars news, what's happening there, go over the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. Uh, first on the list, one of the bigger stories this week involves Yoda possibly being in uh, The Last Jedi, the next Star Wars movie. Uh, This story I'm reading off of uh, starwarsnews.net. Let's see here. So the story is actually from Variety. Um, They were interviewing Frank Oz. Uh, Let's see what they say here. They they were asking him, there are reports that you might reprise Yoda in the new Star Wars. And Frank Oz's response was, I feel like I'm a prisoner at war here, and I can only give you my name, rank, and serial number. Uh, To be true to the people who asked me, and they are kind of my family, I have to say I've been asked to not talk about it. I love Yoda. I would be happy to talk to you about it at the time they let me. Um, So, you know, they're they're (laughs) already... He's saying when they let him, so he has some sort of association with them. Um, uh, the article goes on to say, as you can see, Oz definitely knows something that he can't share. As you probably remember, back in February 2016, Entertainment Tonight interviewed uh, Marion Brandon and Mary Jo Markey, the editors of Star Wars The Force Awakens, who confirmed that Oz reprised his role as Yoda for a cameo, but was ultimately cut from the film. Uh, they said there was one point when we were actually thinking of having Yoda in the film, and then we decided not to. Frank Oz came in for a day and did a whole bunch of Yoda, and he was over the moon to do it, and, we're, and we were tickled pink. All right, so yeah, that was a lot of words there. But, uh, but yeah, basically, seems like there's a little hint there that Yoda might be uh, in The Last Jedi, which everyone has been thinking about. I mean, do you think his comments here uh, confirm that, or is, are we reading too much into it?
1: I think uh from those comments to me it's one hundred percent confirmed. I think uh Yoda and Luke have been talking this whole time while he's while he's on that little island, Yoda's probably hiding in the corner. You know, he's kinda small, so he's probably right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. He's he's easy to hide. Maybe he's behind that uh thing people think is a tombstone or something. Uh obviously if he's in this film he'll he'll be a ghost Yoda uh just because you know, obvious that's uh, it's a sequel to uh, return of the Jedi and spoiler alert in return of the Jedi Yoda dies and becomes a force ghost. Uh, but this obviously, you know, leaves open opportunities that it might confirm that also Obi-Wan would be in it, which totally makes sense. I mean, I, I mean, I'm thinking, yeah, if, 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 Luke can see them at the end of Return of the Jedi. He's able to continue to see them, and they're aiding him and finding whatever he needs to find, do whatever he needs to do. So it would make perfect sense that they're in it. Um, I mean, what, uh, are you thinking both of them will be in it?
1: I was thinking a little bit more crazy.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: at the end of Jedi, you see Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda. So what? what says that you won't see all three of them? Of course, we're, that means uh, the dweeb will be back, but uh, Hayden Christensen will be back. Yep. But what about what about in uh, Phantom Menace? You learn about uh, Obi-Wan's former master has learned how to do this, how to come back. So why, why can't Qui-Gon be in it, too? I mean, I, I don't think it would happen, but I think that would be pretty epic if they actually brought everybody back in some kind of meeting.
0: Yeah, that that would make perfect sense. I mean, it's yeah, like you said, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they they hint towards uh, you know Qui Gon learning the uh what they say something about immortality. So basically, hinting yeah. that he'll he'll be a Force ghost. So yeah, that would make perfect sense that they would have contact with him still. Um, so yeah, that would be awesome if Liam Neeson comes back for this and totally surprises everybody that would be awesome if uh if they do have obi-wan are you thinking it's going to be uh ewan mcgregor uh doing it or are they going to do like the same technology they did with tarkin in uh in uh rogue one
1: i think it has to be uh target technology
0: yeah i mean i could see Perhaps. them using but like go ahead
1: I was going to say the voice of you and McGregor maybe just to get someone in there, but I think, I think especially because he's already looks computerized, you know, in in all blue, the blue and everything. I think they definitely could do uh, CGI.
0: Yeah, I'm totally in agreement with you there. Um, And then. yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you and McGregor will be involved somewhat. You know, maybe like you say, using his body for it, using his voice, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, it should be should be interesting. That would be just so epic if you saw uh, Obi Wan Yoda and, and even Qui Gon. I think Qui Gon is a wild card. I think that would totally surprise everybody. That would be awesome if if Liam Neeson would be willing to do that. Um,
1: I mean, you and Ewan McGregor, you and McGregor's voices already and force awakens so it doesn't it wouldn't be a shock
0: yeah yeah exactly and they even uh um have you know used uh you know old old audio of alec guinness uh his voice in it too so yeah i think they're totally hinting towards th- them coming and like i said it would make perfect sense for for them to be in it um speaking of obi-wan i mean we might as well just talk about uh, jump into rebels then uh Got a big episode coming up in Rebels. If if you folks have not watched Rebels and are Star Wars fans, fans of the movies, definitely recommend this show. It it adds so much depth to the Star Wars universe. It it's it's gives you and it's adds a lot of depth too, if you if you liked Rogue One a lot because it's starting to tie into that. Basically, it's before A New Hope um, and just kind of the start of the rebellion, everything like that. Uh, this latest episode uh, was called Double Agent Droid. Uh, kind of a chopper episode, I guess you could say. And, uh, what's the other droid's name of the protocol droid? A5 or something. Um, what's, um, yeah. Um, what uh, what were your thoughts on the, the latest episode?
1: Um, I, I liked it. I liked that, uh, uh, there was that ship just going around searching for rebels, uh, I always thought uh, Thrawn, the main, main general that's searching for the rebels, was the main guy. But we see that there's this ship basically uh, uh, trying to wiretap anything they can find. Kind of like uh, our government today, you know. Looking into
0: everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has correlations with that for sure. Excuse me, folks. Just had a sneeze there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, hold on. And uh, that was a nice treat for you folks on YouTube. Hi, YouTube, by the way. Sorry to not... Yeah, you probably can't
1: see me on YouTube, but I'm waving.
0: Yeah, we uh, we we tried to get him on YouTube, but, uh, but technology is not my friend today. Um, but yeah, the episode was cool. I... I, I that was probably the what I liked about the episode was just that that sanction of of those Lobot type characters. I mean, they're kind of humans, but I think that those things around their ears are droids. That uh, Lobot is the the guy you know from Cloud City in Empire, uh, you know Landon's uh, Landon, <laughs> Lando's sidekick. You know a Landon. I think I do. Um. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was cool. I mean, I, it's it's interesting to know. Uh, think you know, are they going off of their own control? Or are they being controlled a little bit with that uh, with that technology? Don't know. And what's interesting that that main guy, I didn't know it until after I saw the episode. The main uh, guy with the glasses, he was voiced by Josh Gad, uh, Olaf's voice. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah,
1: Beauty and the Beast dude. Do-
0: Yes, Beauty and the Beast, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I,
1: controversial, controversial, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go back and I haven't uh, listened to his voice since then, but yeah, I had no idea it was him. Uh, I mean, I, this late in the season, I, I, I didn't, I didn't particularly like this episode, uh, just because I think this late in the season they need to get into the more. Uh, the meat and potatoes of everything, uh, this seemed like a filler episode that could have been at, you know, towards the beginning of the first half of the mid season or, or even, you know, or the first half of the entire season. Uh, and I, what was up with the, him floating, the protocol droid floating through the space and, and singing, what, what was up with that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they don't. Need that uh, I can't. I have no words. I'm. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, I. I that just totally threw me off. I. I hated that. When. When have we ever seen singing in the Star Wars universe? Uh, at all. <laughs> That's uh, just a uh, ta. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> cootie ta. Uh, <laughs> yes, the special edition, but then also yeah. obviously the, the, the non-special year. edition. I, how does That's... the How does the first one go?
1: I don't know, but did you read uh that uh, there is a news article I just read that they're going to come out with another Blu-ray that will be original original. Yeah, uh, yes. 19
0: 1980 and
1: 1983.
0: About time. Uh, yeah, I mean cuz that George Lucas refused to release those and basically said there was no no copies existed anymore. So yeah, that that is awesome to hear. I mean, yeah, there there were things about the the special editions that did add a little to it, you know, stuff that. Uh, yeah. I'd say I,
1: uh, on YouTube, I watched some videos on what was added. There was there was some good things, like the whole Cloud City, and there was windows added, so you could. It was. He did good
0: and bad. Yeah, yeah. The, it seems like everything in Empire, Empire, like there was. I had no issues really with anything. Um, but yeah then obviously just the a new hope with jabba i mean the, that jabba scene i guess could have been cool it's just the the animation the cgi was just terrible um and and obviously yeah the whole whole scene at jabba's palace in jedi that's totally unnecessary to <laughs> redo that um,
1: i also i also saw that the jabba scene the 90 the 97 special edition was terrible cgi but then in uh, the when the blu-ray came out they actually updated it it definitely, it looked a little bit more like him in phantom
0: menace yeah yeah I, I, I i've seen i think there was actually three different versions there was the one in 97 and then, then another one and then and then the, the latest one um uh, let's see here what else do we get so you so see yeah that that episode again I, as a as a filler episode is fine it's just i i didn't like it because i thought we were getting more into the meat and potatoes of things And was expecting more, and that whole floating through the sky thing, you know, I could have done without. Uh, And then, but next week, next week looks like it's going to be killer. Uh, We have the epic do uh, showdown with uh, what looks like, anyways. I hope they don't do a cliffhanger or anything. Epic showdown with Darth Maul and Obi Wan Kenobi. Darth Maul has basically been trying to hunt him down all season, and he finally seems to have found him. Have you seen the the previews for this episode?
1: Yes, it it looks amazing. Um, For anyone that hasn't watched a Clone Wars cartoon or this, Darth Maul never died. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, anyway, he's back. He's looking for Obi-Wan for paying him back for cutting him in half. And uh, that scene where they show Darth Maul realizing that he finally found Obi-Wan and he yells out his name. And then the preview goes black. That's that was pretty
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Darth Maul just seems like he's going crazy in this episode. He's he's finally he's just going mad. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Obi Wan is able to hold his own. Obviously, we know nothing's going to happen to Obi Wan, but it'll be interesting to see if I mean, will he actually kill Darth Maul, or will he just kind of Darth Maul just give up and just kind of go off on his own journey and just and just leave it there i mean do you do you see him just this being the end of darth maul
1: i hope it is because i thought it was the end of him back in 2001
0: yeah 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 that's true i mean I, yeah when you still bring up uh darth maul now i mean it's still a lot of people are still surprised i mean yeah it seems silly he got chopped in half and and he's and he's alive but the way clone clone wars did it if you watch that that whole story arc it definitely it makes it makes more sense and you can see how they would do it and again it's a galaxy far far away magical things can happen so um but uh but yeah i, I think they should this... go ahead
1: I said it was in the
0: script. It has to happen. Right, right. You said it, um, but but yeah. I kind of hope this is the end of him because how how much how much longer can they go with him? You know, story wise, he he basically he. He went after Obi-Wan in Clone Wars, didn't get him, but got Obi-Wan's girl. Now he's going after Obi-Wan again. If, if he doesn't get killed here, what's going to happen next? It's, it doesn't matter. They just Obi-Wan needs to end him. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see Obi-Wan's fighting style. Um, will it match up to A New Hope, or will he be agile? Who knows? But uh, but yeah. He
1: that... looks very young and agile. Maybe uh, something happens in this fight that makes him age.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's an interesting point. I mean, it's it, yeah. <laughs> that would that would be that would be interesting. But yeah, I, I hope
1: just... he's. I was say I hope uh, Darth Maul has gone because that it makes me think. Does he show up in this new movie? I don't think so. But yeah, everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know who Benicio del Toro is.
0: I know. I know. And I mean, are you are you still thinking Ezra? I,
1: I, I still think so, but to just now, in the last two minutes, I thought, what if he's Darth Maul, just some crazy thing like that? That would be terrible.
0: Yeah, I, nah, yeah, I mean, I, well, what's funny about that, I, I, I just saw an article the other day that actually said Benicio Del Toro originally turned down the role of Darth Maul for Phantom Menace. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. But, yeah, I, I I would, I would highly, highly doubt it, I, I, if they use Benicio del Toro for that, I will be completely disappointed. So, let's. Here's to hoping not. Here, hopefully, hopefully, we'll know we'll know for sure Saturday. But Darth Maul's died before, so if he dies Saturday, who knows if he's really going to be dead? You know. So, <laughs> um, and uh, and I know we talked about this uh, last week a little bit about the scenes that were shown to shareholders of uh the last jedi you know shareholders of disney for you know the scenes for the last jedi um but there's been kind of more description of what the actual teaser trailer uh will be um and what's uh what what shots will be in that i mean if you want to be totally surprised by it uh, maybe fast forward through this a little. I mean, it's nothing, nothing major. Just kind of tells you, you know, what's what you might expect expect to see. Uh, this article from Star Wars Newsnet says uh, we are less than a month away from this year's Star Wars celebration in Orlando, where the first, uh, the last Jedi teaser trailer will premiere. We continue to hear from multiple sources that the teaser won't hit before that. Recently, we have also learned about three specific shots that will be will be shown in the teaser. They are not huge spoilers. Actually, one of them confirms an old rumor, but still, if you want to remain completely unspoiled, don't read on. If you're listening, don't listen on. If you're watching on YouTube, don't watch on. All right, so without further ado, uh, so the three main scenes, there will be a shot of a large city of some sorts. Tells us nothing. Um, Also, there will be what looks to be an important procession and a feast. There is a ship uh, in the last one. There is a ship which looks to be a new design or an X-Wing of sorts appearing above a blue planet at high speed. Not much in this. Uh, the only thing I take about take from it is the procession and a feast. I, I do think we're going to have a, a Han Solo funeral. Um, that that only makes sense that, that that would happen, especially since they're saying this movie takes place, you know, the second after Force Awakens, it's gonna it's gonna start off where exactly where it left off the first time an episode film has done that, um, so I definitely think it'll be a funeral for Han, and I'm thinking it's gonna be some sort of. Uh, uh, the, I don't know if it'll be the first order or maybe belt Benicio del Toro's group or whatever he is. Uh, there's going to be some t- sort of attack on maybe princess Leia. I, she won't die. It'll be an attempted attack on princess Leia at the funeral. Again, this is just speculation by me, but, uh, but uh, anyways, what are your thoughts on, on some of the descriptions of the shots we might see?
1: Um, I like the idea that it's, uh, Han Solo's funeral. Um, the whole blue planet and, and spaceship. Who knows? That could be. Uh, that could be where Kylo Ren's finishing his training, or that could be where Luke's taking Ray to train her. Um, we did uh, hear that Luke said something to Ray about "Who are you?" I think that's. I think it has to be something with her training. He's not asking "Who are you?" You know, when, he's yeah. not asking "Who are you?" Right then and there. You know, I don't know who you are. You're not my daughter, or whatever she is he's asking who are you like who are you going to be what you you know are you a jedi what do you want to be um yeah that's i can't i can't wait
0: (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and uh, i mean i i've i've predicted a, a funeral um uh before uh after i saw force awakens anyways just because uh, I want to see Lando, and I think that's where Lando will show up. He'll be at the funeral for Han. I, I definitely think we're going to see uh, Billy D. Williams again as Lando. Don't think it'll be a you know huge part or anything, but I definitely think we're going to see him again. Um, and and the funeral would obviously make sense. Um, let's see here what else there is. And yeah, it's it's in Orlando. I'm I'm I'm. I'm, I'm Still trying to go to a day of it, which would be. Awesome.
1: Say, I mean, you you're a Disney pass holder. I mean, that's that's good enough, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. They should they should just let me walk right in. That would be amazing.
1: I'm here in the snow in Michigan. Yeah. I mean, we don't we got nothing. We got Greenfield Village.
0: Ooh, yeah. Go see oh, some. <laughs> right yeah, go see some Henry I, Ford or something.
1: Yeah, I can see uh, the chair Abraham Lincoln was shot in. That's about it. <laughs>
0: That, yeah, yeah. I'll take Star Wars Celebration over that. Let's see Me too. here. Um, I'm trying to see what uh, what other Star Wars stuff there is to talk about. Okay, this, uh, I actually haven't read this. I'm going to read it right on the air here. Um, yeah, Yeah. Uh, the, the headline of this article is Details on the Late Edition of that Iconic Vader Scene from Gareth Edwards. The Rogue One director. If you haven't seen Rogue One, oh well. Shouldn't be listening to this right now anyways. Um, Alright. Clicking on the article now, folks. Here we go. It's got the picture of Darth Vader as soon as he lit up the lightsaber in Rogue One. Epic, epic shot. Alright. So... The article brings out, it has been reported in the past that the now iconic scene involving Darth Vader single-handedly hacking and slashing his way through a group of rebels while en route to intercept those precious Death Star plans was in fact a late addition to Rogue One. So while this new report comes with little surprise, Fandango does have some new details on how it came to be and the thought process that went into the scene. Um, According to Edwards via Fandango, the initial version of the scene would have still involved some Vader dealt devastation, just not from within the ship itself. All right, so he, uh, quote, he says, he arrives and obliterates the Calamari ship, and then the blockade runner gets out just in time, and he pursues the blockade runner. And then Jabez was like, I think we need to get Darth on that ship. And I thought, yeah, that's a brilliant idea and would love to do it, but there's no way they're going to let us do it. It's a big number, and we had, what, like three or four months before release, Kathy came in and Jabez, whatever his name is, thought F it and pitched it, uh, pitched her this idea and she loved it. Suddenly, within a week or two, we were at Pinewood shooting that scene. So within, wow, four, three or four months of release, it was, it was shot. Um, And then uh, Edwards also discusses the details about what went into planning, what he refers to as the greatest hits of Darth Vader. Edwards states that the emphasis when making the scene was not uh was to not throw people off. They wanted to make sure it was a Vader the audience recognized, so they made sure to keep his actions and powers consistent with what we had seen in previous films. Um Edwards, who calls the scene The Walk of Death, says he asked the stunt guys to go away and come up with everything they could think of. They came up with a whole shopping list of ideas. 70% we used, and maybe 30% felt a little too extreme. Uh, They were things uh, you hadn't seen him do before, and I wanted to stick to what Darth does in the original trilogy. Well, he didn't do any of that in the original trilogy, but... um, uh, He he
1: choked a guy and uh, fought very slowly (laughs) with Obi-Wan.
0: Yes, this is this is true. Yeah, he choked a guy uh, with his bare hand. Well, not bare hands, his gloved hand. He ch- force chokes people, uh, but yeah, he's never lifted up people and and thrown them across to, uh, across the room or anything like that. I mean, I'm not complaining. That scene, you know, is my favorite. It
1: added right. It added so much depth to why they were f- so scared of him.
0: Right. Yeah, the, the, I mean that scene. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, it was only three, three, three or four months before the movie was actually released uh, that they that they shot that extra stuff. So I guess he was just going to take out uh, a guy or two, but then they just had him just totally annihilate everybody totally just again adds so much more depth to that first scene in a new hope where you know everyone's terrified him why is he mad why is he so mad right now in we we know we know why now um and yeah i can't wait and uh it comes out uh blu-ray april 4th the digital copy i think comes out next week so i'm going to be watching that scene
1: i'm doing blu-ray i did digital copy for Force awakens and i wish i didn't why is that um I just don't like the fact that at least the digital copy I have was through Amazon. I have to fast forward all the way through the movie if I want to watch special features. There's no way to just skip to them. So it's just
0: Oh, it's Amazon op- does that? Oh wow. Yeah, I got it on iTunes and you can do everything separate. So
1: Yeah. Uh okay, if you're going to a digital copy, uh don't Amazon.
0: <laughs> don't Amazon, folks. You 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 heard it here first. Don't Amazon. And and yeah, that's interesting that they had the stunt guys go away and come up with everything. Um, but what's what's funny about that is uh, it it is consistent with the Vader in uh, Battlefront. Like if you play Battlefront, he basically can do everything he did in in Rogue One. It's basically video game Darth Vader is what we saw in in Rogue One.
1: I agree. Yeah, Battlefront. Uh, he's pretty sweet. Yeah. The... The emperor is pretty sweet he can spin and do all kinds of crazy things
0: i know i, I wish he had a lightsaber too though but i guess yeah, that would be cool i guess that's a little little unfair um all right so i mean that's that's pretty pretty much it with star wars news i mean you got any anything you want to talk about anything you thought? We can't of? drag
1: wars out any longer
0: <laughs> what was that
1: and we can't drag out this Star Wars news anymore
0: <laughs> uh, yeah I know uh, I, I mean uh, what do I didn't get to talk to you about it did you see that first uh, cast picture of the Han solo movie I did um,
1: it was it was cool I mean I would have it would have been cooler if they were in costume yeah I still am I'm, I'm still not hundred percent sold on uh Han solo who they chose so I would have liked to seen him in costume is all but yeah, it's going to be epic. it'll still be epic. Disney, yeah. uh, two two movies in it hasn't done me wrong yet.
0: So this is true. This is true. And and yeah, I mean Woody Harrelson in it, Alden Ehrenreich. Uh, I I yeah, I can see why people are a little iffy on him. But again, I saw him in uh, Hail Caesar, and and he totally sold me. I think he has the the charisma, and and even he, he even kind of looked at like him in that in that picture we saw of it um and uh and yeah that's that's pretty much it Uh, go ahead
1: i was gonna completely change subjects since you uh missed a few podcasts there you didn't have your oscar review immediately uh you you ever get over the loss yet
0: (laughs) and uh yeah yeah i'm assuming you 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 heard of uh you're referring to la la land uh, uh losing
1: i was i uh i was ecstatic (laughs)
0: <laughs> i bet you were i bet you were you hater i again i would i would have been fine with it if they just announced moonlight right away it's just you you, you get excited for la la land and and you know they, they get up there they're giving their speeches and then they say oh nope sorry totally pull a steve harvey uh saying uh you know, since saying the wrong the wrong winner, um, so yeah, I, I I would have been totally fine if they just said Moonlight. I I was half expecting that anyways, but uh, just the fact that. All those guys thought they won, were giving speeches. Like I, I feel bad for both movies. I mean, they took the thunder away from Moonlight. They didn't get to have that initial excitement of getting announced first. They were confused at first, didn't know if it was a joke or something that uh, they were telling them to come up that they won, which would have been a sick joke. And then I felt bad for La La Land, obviously, because they were already there giving speeches. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm over it. I'm yeah. over it. I still love the movie. All right,
1: good. All <laughs> right. I didn't feel bad for you, but I felt bad for my sweet little nace brielle because she was excited for la la
0: land i know i know but uh oh well we 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 live on um and uh speaking of I, but how about
1: uh, i was gonna say another movie that's not really a movie you hear all the news about uh some fans made a breaking bad a two-hour movie
0: yeah i want i I've, i still am meaning to check that out did, did you watch it
1: uh, I tried all day today, and it, uh, copyright infringements have blocked it everywhere.
0: Oh man, yeah, I definitely want to check that out. But yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it can't give people who haven't seen the show the full the full feel right. of it and the full impact that the show actually had. I but I, I think it's it's cool for people who have actually watched the show a couple times to see just to see how much they condensed it and see if things. You know, don't make sense to us, or make more sense. I don't know. It should be interesting. Speaking of which, I'm excited for Better Call Saul. That's coming in a couple weeks here. April uh,
1: April 10th or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Get up on Get up on your Netflix and watch the first two seasons.
0: Yep. Get up on your Netflix, and and real quick. Speaking of Star Wars, nothing to do with movies, nothing to do with TV shows. But there's a new uh, Darth Vader comic coming out. Uh, not, you know, not a comic series. So they did the co- uh, Darth Vader comic series that took place basically between um, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Awesome comic. I think there's 25 issues. If you have not checked that out, definitely uh, read those. They It, it tells you how uh, Darth Vader found out that uh, Luke and Leia were alive still. His kids are still out there. And his reaction to that is so epic. Yeah. Um, so just just that alone should sell you on, on checking out this comic. But now they're coming. So they ended it after uh, issue twenty five. Um, but now, and and it, sorry, it kind of explains why you know he's he, he's taking orders kind of for, from Tarkin uh, in the in the New Hope, and it kind of shows why he's more in power in Empire Strikes Back because he in Empire, you know, he's he's you know people are terrified of him he's he's you know throwing orders left and right where he wasn't in a new hope and it kind of goes into why that is uh in that but uh, anyways um the this new comic series basically takes place basically r- immediately after revenge of the sith so it's going to kind of show you the true beginnings of Darth Vader which I am very interested in and and actually it, I guess it starts basically at, at the you know the end scene in Revenge of the Sith where he's standing on the Star Destroyer with his arms crossed, that's where this comic starts. It's going to start from there, him talking to the Emperor, Emperor, and and go from there. It's going to show how he uh, got his red lightsaber as well, um, and, uh, and it goes into into more details as well. Definitely check this article out with the interview um, from the guy who wrote the comic uh, on StarWarsNewsNet.com you interested in reading these?
1: I'm very interested in uh, what you just said about the comic and how he found out about Luke and Leia because in uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Jedi he's talking to Luke and reading inside Luke's mind and he says something about uh, sisters so you have a twin sister was he just playing with Luke's mind because I took it as Vader didn't even realize it until he looked into Luke
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually never thought that. I thought he was just, you know, kind of just taunting Luke with that uh, notion, like say, like basically telling him, I know you have a sister, you know, I'll just get her instead. Uh, that That's how I took it. I never took it as him, uh, him going into uh, in Luke's mind. But Yeah, that's an interesting point. But but uh, this, this comic, I guess, kind of debunks that theory. But, but yeah, that's definitely an interesting one. I, I never took it that way.
1: So the, 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 these comics you're reading, they're uh, official canon.
0: Yep, they're, they're they're real story. Okay, they're real story. Anything that happens in the comics basically happened to the characters that you see in the movies, um, and in the novels. If you haven't checked out the the novels, are you know even even better because those are more in depth stories and kind of. They, those tie into the movies more, and, and whereas the comics are just kind of separate stories. But they do give you awesome little tidbits of information and, and cool moments in the Star Wars universe. So definitely check those out. If you haven't watched Rebels, check it out. If you haven't read the comics, check them out. The novels, if you, you know, I know people are busy. Novels are a little harder, but definitely check out the comics. I mean, 15 pages, you're done. Definitely recommend those all right so that is our show appreciate you taking the time and and talking some star wars with me i had fun my friend
1: i had fun too my brother
0: ah, my brother look at that
1: and i'm the best remember i'm the best dressed uh, guest
0: you've ever had he is the best dressed uh, for some reason the skype wouldn't let me actually record the video uh, but I, I'll, I'll post a picture that he, he's, he's wearing a suit and tie and everything. Best dressed guest we've ever had. The award goes to Mr. Matthew Secord. So congratulations. Why, thank you. That, that's,
1: I have, that's my victory speech. That's it.
0: Yes. No, that was a great, great speech. Uh, and then just quickly, I mean, coming out this weekend, main title, Beauty and the Beast, uh, I was going to try to check it out tonight, but then you agreed to come on the show. I was like, yeah, let's do the show. So I'll try, I'll probably maybe see it tomorrow um beauty and the beast you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna take wifey and the kids
1: uh i don't know yet
0: you don't know okay okay someday um but uh but yeah that's coming out that's that's the big release and then there's another horror thriller the belco experiment Terrible time to come out uh, against Beauty and the Beast. It's a Disney film. It's Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast will be number one at the box office next week. I guarantee it. All right. Any last words, Matthew?
1: Thanks for having me. No. This is pretty uh, – I guess I'll be your fill-in when uh, the two, your, your two main squeezes uh, abandon you.
0: <laughs> main squeezes. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Um, And I'm going to have to send you a microphone if there's any sound issues uh, this week, folks. We do apologize, but hopefully you still enjoyed the show. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun. All right, folks. We will catch you next week. We will possibly have Brandon and Vinny back. I don't know. I'll be back next week. But that is it for me for Matthew Secord. I'm Ben Secord, and grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. I'll catch you guys at the movies.